0: This is a News Laundry podcast and you're listening to NL Hafta.
1: Angrez apna Lagan or News Laundry apna hafta kabhi nahi Welcome to another episode of Hafta. We are recording from our office, our weekly or bi-weekly visit here, while most of the time, most of us work from home in this Corona era. With me on the panel today, Manisha Pandey. Hello. Mehraj Lone. Hello. Raman Kripal. Hi. And joining us on Zoom, no longer on the phone line, from Patna is Anand Vardhan. Hey, Anand. Hello. How's uh, things in Bihar? Uh, the We will discuss it in a little more detail, but before we start off on the headlines... This, all the migrants coming there, What there were reports that 4% have tested positive. 23%. 23%
0: have 23%. tested positive? No, and now it's up, it's 52% last evening.
1: You're saying 52% of the migrants who've been tested, this is asymptomatic, they're testing them randomly? Achha, achha.
0: I mean, number of, what I was telling was the share of... Uh, share of migrants in the positive
1: cases is now 52%. Okay, the, the share, out of all the positive cases, 52% of the positive cases are migrants. But yes. as far as testing of migrants is concerned, 20% of migrants. are positive. One, one. Th- Around
2: one in four. One, so, huh. But that's is
1: this asymptomatic? They are just testing them randomly, whether they are showing symptoms or no, not. No,
2: the protocol now is who, are, whenever the any migrant comes back, you have to test. You have them to test them no matter put what.
1: Them in, yeah. So these are so, so. If you were to project that, then we are talking in the millions, man. Yeah. All over the country. Yeah.
2: That's it's so is case. Bihar
1: the only place that's doing it?
2: No, no. All, all, all. I mean, or, I know about Kashmir that they're doing it. But whoever is for going migrants. back. Whoever is going back. See, so if you're going back, they... Uh, take you to a certain place, put you in quarantine and test you. But is that true for the aircrafts coming in? I don't think they're testing the people who are coming from overseas. They're
1: just putting them in 14-day quarantine because I know I have some cousins who came from London. So they have to stay in the hotel near the airport for no,
3: whatever. I, I read it in the newspaper, but I think Anand can tell us more. But uh, in the newspapers, I read some reports that it is physically difficult for these states to you know conduct tests on each migrant because this the numbers number are too is big. too big. It is too big. But Bihar is doing it. Hmm. So what I read last, that... uh Say, one out of four, as he said, and uh, 23% of, uh, you know, given tests, 23% of positive, them are, okay. That's uh, That's positive.
1: kind of scary, but we'll discuss, of course, COVID, I guess will be a perennial discussion point for a while now. But before we get into the headlines, which Manisha shall tell us, what are the main headlines of the week? Just want to give a shout out to all those who topped up. We had two NL Sena projects up. One was March with the migrants, you know, our wonderful reporter in Maharashtra, Pratik. Uh, Went on the highway. He started from Pune and towards Bombay and he took. Towards Indore. Towards Indore. And uh, that NL uh, Sena project got topped up, I think, in three or four days. So thank you so much that's the fastest and NL Sena project has got topped up so clearly many of you do believe that when the public pays the public is served and also Vivek calls project which is two of those pieces have gone up i think or maybe one has gone up and a third one is coming it is the post corona covid era of how the economy will be how the economy will have to be tackled we have raised almost 70% of the required amount uh, in in like 5 days hopefully it'll get topped up by this weekend So thank you. We'll have two more NL Sena projects up. We want to do more and more ambitious projects with publicly sourced funds because we believe that is the future of journalism and going by the trends of other news platforms. Others do believe so too. So thank you. And once again, pay to keep news free. Subscribe to News Laundry. Uh, We really would urge you to consider subscribing uh, because the future of media cannot be sustained by advertising. And we've been saying this for the longest time. So do pick us. What do we have in the headlines, Manisha Pandey? Uh,
4: Nirmala Sitharaman has announced the final, last, fifth tranche of the economic package. There was a lot of political drama between Priyanka Gandhi and Yogi Adityanath over buses. Uh, Congress wanted to send buses for migrants to go to Uttar Pradesh. Yogi Adityanath said those buses could not enter. Those buses have finally returned empty. Uh, so there was a lot of politicking over this. Uh, more than 200 migrant workers have tested positive. In Bihar, uh, 835 samples were taken. Uh, out of which uh, 218 were positive. So that is
1: one in four, like you said. sir.
4: 50 migrants have been killed in the last 10 days. There were bus accidents. I think two bus accidents where they overturned. Some have died of hunger and starvation. So that tragedy continues. Uh, Cyclone Amphan Amphan made a landfall yesterday. There were some dramatic visuals playing across on television channels. I think uh, there's uh, no electricity, no landlines working in West Bengal. And I think there have been about 13 deaths.
1: All of West Bengal? Or just
3: the coastal yeah. parts?
4: Coastal parts, maybe. Coastal yeah, coastal
3: parts. It happened in city also. Okay. Hmm. Uh, the city.
4: Lots of action on the pol- uh, foreign policy front also. Uh, there was excessive, aggressive Chinese patrolling happening around the Pengongso Lake area in Ladakh. Meanwhile, Nepal released a map where they have declared some disputed territories as part of Nepalese territories. The Indian government has also responded to them and said that please don't do these unilateral, uh, cartological, aggressive acts. Uh, So maybe Anand could tell us a bit about that. Uh, Gujarat government has defended its use of substandard locally developed ventilators. There was a good story in Ahmedabad mirror on this. Uh, Z News uh, in a shocking development. 28 employees of Z News have tested positive. We have a story uh, that Atul did on how uh, this was, this could have been averted had the organisation been a little careful and followed some social distancing protocols. Godse's anniversary was celebrated again in Madhya Pradesh by the Hindu Mahasabha, so that, that sparked a war of words between Congress and BJP as usual. It's an annual affair. Union Health Minister Harsh Fardin is going to take charge of the WHO Executive Board. He's going to be the chairman.
1: I saw a lot of people referring to him on Twitter as Dr. Doolittle. Yeah. Hmm.
4: And uh, Rwandan genocide suspect uh, Kabuga. who was, Yeah. He's been arrested after 26 years in Paris. He's 84 now.
1: Yeah. In fact, I uh, heard a, a very long story on this on BBC which I would like to discuss in a little more detail.
4: And Domestic flights are going to resume from May twenty fifth. We don't know the protocols yet, though. How exactly? And we don't
1: know the rates either. It's unaffordable for us. So, if any of you are thinking of going flying somewhere for a report,
4: <laughs> will they leave? Um, I'd li- will I'd they leave d- a seat?
1: Dash your hope to the doesn't ma- doesn't well, it Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't affect 25% you. Twenty
3: five percent of them are going to resume. So,
1: yeah, no, but I'm saying maybe some people say now let's go How for stories. How expensive
4: will it be? Like uh, five times more?
2: No, apparently the airlines are asking the government to put a cap on, like as a floor price also and a cap also on prices. Because they don't want it to go too cheap, then they'll go out of business. But
1: dala tha, I mean, if you, on, in peak time, in fact, some of these are, the airlines would, you know, in fact, when there was this, people were coming from Bangalore for some reason, there was, I forget why, there was a exodus, 20,000 pawns gaiti, Kashmir jab lockdown la tha, they yeah. were charging people 25, 30,000 uh-huh. to fly one way, are I ridiculous. think the
3: principle of
2: surge will... No, no, play. I mean, they're asking whether they'll Let's do it or happens. not is...
1: So, uh, and we have lots of emails this time, so we would, uh, you know, I'd like to include many because last time we couldn't include so many emails also. Uh, but first, let's start with this entire foreign policy fracas. Maybe our most wonderfully well-read Anand can shed some light. Is this a bit bitter foreign policy screw-up? Why is Nepal suddenly who till now? There were, you know, undercurrents of hostility now and then. They didn't like many things. But um, because I remember I was on a panel with... Um, He's one of the most well-known journalists in Nepal, yeah. Kanak Mani Dikshit? Kanak Mani Dikshit, yes. Of
4: Himal, South uh, Asian. Of Himal. And
1: I remember he says, like, while personally he was very, because uh, he's a, you know, very senior journalist, he's senior in years. He said, you know, there's been a, a very warm relationship between India and, and Nepal because of a variety of reasons. But of late, there is a resentment in Nepal. And I, I'm not saying from the last two years, but he was saying for the last five, six years. So anyway so that is the feeling so is this a foreign policy failure of ours that Nepal suddenly is flexing its muscle or how would you want to give some analysis of this Vardhan before we get to Bihar and other stuff
0: No it's a com- uh, it's a combination of many factors um, including uh, Nepal's uh, small brother syndrome and uh, India's anxieties about the Chinese presence uh, or a ch- Chinese uh, say, interventions in how Nepal looks at the world, particularly at its n- neighborhood.
1: But Can you just uh, explain in three lines these three disputed districts or towns or villages? Yeah. What, I mean, because I've never really heard of this before. It's clearly not very important till now. I mean, was these been disputed for a long time?
0: See, there was a treaty in 18, I think, uh, if I remember correctly, it was in 1816 that... Uh, uh, that was called Treaty of Shugali. And uh, Nepal claims that uh, the treaty which was entered between the the Nepali monarchy and uh, the British government then, and uh, Nepal claims that uh, it uh, gave them territories east of the Kali River, that is uh, Kalapani, Lipu Lake, and uh, Limpi Yardhura. These are the three territories uh, which they claim that are part of uh, uh, their territory because of that treaty of 1816. Now they have not raised it for over a century or more and it is it has been in uh, last 20 years that they have been they have been quite murmurs around it but in last three, four years and more stridently the recent uh, laid by, by this map they have uh, raised this issue now, one thing is that recently there has been leadership tussle within the Communist Party in Nepal. Now, the PM there, Mr. Kepish Sharma, Sharma Oli, now he's uh, believed to be backed by the Chinese uh, Communist Party. And it, it is believed that China managed the truce there. And uh, the one way of uh, retaining the popularity was to, again, raise the Big Brother attitude of India. And this territorial issue was uh, a very handy tool for that. Uh, second is that even this treaty, uh, the Indian uh, Defence Establishment, and this, they claim that the geographical, if you look at the geographical side of it, our the road that we built uh, the, on May 8th, the Rajnath Singh inaugurated the uh, road which links uh, the kalaas simply uh, uh, pilgrimage on the Tibetan autonomous region. So now, it uh, links uh, it to, through uh, Lipu Lake. Now, Lipu Lake, they say, here side is on the western side. Even if we go by the treaty, it is on the western side. Uh, it is uh, on the eastern side, but our claim is on uh, uh, the road uh, is through the western side. So, and uh, the border commission of India and Nepal have resolved almost a lot of issues, and they say that they will now fix it not according to the course of the river, which may, uh, which because of its frequent alterations confuses the matter. But we will go fix it. Uh, on the land part of it right now because of this confusion this issue keeps creeping in but indian strategic uh, thinkers th- uh, are of the view that uh, that recent murmurs are a chinese design and and india has has a greater responsibility for not allowing nepal to not pushing nepal in china's lap uh, because uh, if you go by cost benefit analysis uh, nepal
1: Needs India more than it needs China. Uh-huh. Hmm. So,
0: uh, these are some of the dynamics emerging out of it. And uh, they, there are, of course, a lot of other, other factors, but that would be a very interesting sure. discussion.
1: Now, thanks for the headlines, Manisha. But before we go into the rest, those of you who've been following the news know this cyclone that Manisha, um, um, I don't know if you pronounce I'm it I'm fun. Right. Huh?
2: Uh,
1: has the devastation it's caused. I saw the video from The Kolkata airport, like there is almost the entire one floor is covered with water. I've seen videos of people's homes becoming virtual ponds and lakes. Um, There have been 12 deaths as per the newspaper this morning, at least in the Times of India, that's what I read. I don't know if there have been more since. It has been so huge. In fact, even, uh, you know, international channels that I watched in the morning gave it like a good seven, eight minutes. And they don't usually give you know this part uh, and just the pace they had an interview with the disaster you know the person the the entity responsible for the evacuation ndma he was in military fatigue so i'm guessing it's it's an army related uh, this thing national disaster management so, so, um, Agency
2: agencies usually authority so it
1: it it couldn't have come at a worse time and while uh, even the Western media was saying that one of the most efficient evacuations carried out was in India, in Odisha, I believe.
2: Uh, the last time there was a cyclone, yes. Uh,
1: but whether we'll be able to do it in a Corona time is hard to say. But yeah, very worrying visuals coming out of there. Do we know? Is it over? Is
2: Is there going to be more? Today it's going to uh, it has hit Bangladesh. Made, no? It has made landfall in Calcutta. Uh, so I mean, that was yesterday. Yeah, that was two thirty p.m. But today,
4: apparently, it's moved. I mean, it's, Bangladesh is going to be hit with the a cyclone.
2: Predicted uh, path is uh, 12 GMT Thursday. It'll go to Bangladesh huh. and then yeah. over to Bhutan. So, that yeah. means right now yeah. as we're recording this, it could be hitting Bangladesh. Yeah.
4: yeah. So, the damage yeah. in India was wrecked yesterday. I think Bangladesh has been called an Odisha. Once, yeah, it, once it
2: makes land. landfall, so it yeah kind of slows down. So, uh, is the... the- uh
1: producer Parisha has just shown me 24 is the death count right now as we're recording okay. this. I guess the morning newspaper's death count was when it went into print last night.
2: And uh, I mean, there are, electricity has been out huh. large parts of the state for like 20 hours right now. And I mean, communications is down, electricity is down, phones are down, everything's down. So we don't really have an idea of what is happening. So,
1: you know, I don't think we'll be able to give you that much information for all these reasons. So next week, definitely we will have a reporter yeah. on Hafta from Bengal who can give us an idea of the extent devastation, of devastation yeah. and what happened. It would be very hard to do this today because they'll be dealing with it. I don't even know if you will get, you know, connectivity there. Yeah. So now we just get on a little bit of um, corona-related discussions. But before that, I just would like to read a couple of emails. This one is from our longtime subscriber, Prakash Ayer. He says, Hi, News your team. Subscriber for a long time. Love your work. You guys mentioned that getting... A sane right-wing voice has been a challenge and it definitely is hard. And given the fact it's easier to find plutonium than a sane right-wing voice, <laughs> I think News Laundry is doing a decent job. In recent times, addition of meharaj has made the Hafta better. And Thank Vardhan you. being the centre-right panellist does reduce the chance of Hafta becoming an echo chamber. That doesn't mean Hafta is without any issues. As a coping mechanism, I have started drinking game every time meharaj utters Brahmanical, that too on a topic where none of the panellists mention any cast angle. I'm gonna take a shot to that. <laughs> Same goes for Vardhan. a
3: reason to, have
2: sure. am <laughs> Prakash, thank you for the for your mail. But I totally disagree. Caste is the fundamental reality of the Indian society. Mm. And usually, I mean, even in this time, it's said that the all the you can understand how the government has reacted to the migrant crisis and others through a class angle. But people forget that class and caste in India, for the most part, are Usually the same thing. I mean, it's not like when people say like see this through a caste angle. It doesn't mean that there's a caste conspiracy. Some like Brahmins and Banyas are sitting somewhere and creating it's a caste. It's internalized to an extent. Not just well, internalized. Yeah. Just look look around you. No, if you are if you are all if you're all your ministers, if all your media, if all your institutions, academia, bureaucracy, everything. It comes from those it's values, from Kastari those interests.
3: What is, no, what is caste is how you made arrangements for people to bring. India from abroad from caste. and how, how what kind of arrangements you made for the migrants? That's true. Exactly. So, no, so also, that is the way of looking. Also, I mean, I, way.
1: I both agree and disagree with Prakash in the sense that one, you know, I agree with Mehraj that there may not be an obvious connection. But I remember, I think on Hafta only I had got a mail, a similar mail criticizing because they were saying that why I had said why don't Indian politicians retire? I said basically because of caste. They said like how is it connected? I said basically our entire reverence comes from are caste reverence mm. in the sense that if you go to Ladakh, now it's changed. But when I had gone in the 90s, I was shocked that the porter or the driver will not call you sir. He will sit with you at the table and eat. I mean, of course, I wasn't offended, but I was, you're not used to it here, right? So there, the way a person gets offended, which is why conflict is also less, you know? Because it's just like, you know, we argue amongst ourselves. It's the same thing. It's not that, you know, the aircraft traveler can talk to me like that, but the car traveler dare not talk to me like that. Therefore, a politician cannot say, okay, I've done 70 years, now I'll go back. Because as soon as you're out, you will treat it like a jikite. That is because our understanding of how to treat someone. Okay, then this letter is from Kinshuk. Kinshuk says, I have been an honor of subscriber News Laundry for a long time because of the fact that I'm a student. I couldn't always afford to pay to keep news free, but I've decided that from now on, I'll try to do my best to stay on the subscription. Thanks, Kinshuk. Even being a student, you were so diligent and so responsible. I hope others listening to this who are earning well, also understand how important it is to fund independent journalism. Now, let's just discuss the corona-related news. One is, finally, these trains went and the buses. Now, speaking of monkey balancing, i just say my piece first, and then, Ramon, so let me start with you. Context, the Congress said that since the UP government isn't providing any buses, we will provide 1,000 buses to take migrants from different parts of the country, I'm guessing. Uh, the UP government said, Also, a lot of these exchanges happened late at night. They sent... The day this offer was made by Priyanka, that night, I think some insane 11 o'clock or something. They said, send us the NOC. We have to give that the buses are of good quality or whatever, all that shit, of course. Because as you see in UP, all the vehicles are of (laughs) such amazing quality that we see. At 2.14 or 2.45 in the morning, Congress sent this thing back, giving the details of all the vehicles. Then the UP bureaucracy said that out of these thousand
4: Only eight hundred are buses. Some
1: eight hundred and sixty-four are <laughs> buses. The rest are either ambulances or tractors or autos or something. And the media picked it up, Jhootpola Congress, and I was shocked. Here is where I think there is monkey balancing happening by even see I don't expect times to do anything. Times now will do Congress caught telling bus lies karo. or whatever. Bus bus karo, Congress. Congress. I mean eat these migrants, let's each bus could even let's say how Put 50 people. That is still a lot of people who can get back home. I was a, shocked at the pettiness of Yogi Adityanath, who I think is a really vile man. I, I have no hesitation in saying that. And I am no fan of the Congress, but here I think there is a lot of monkey balancing happening. Oh, you know, even by the likes of, you know, the usual who are so pseudo secular type things, you know, they're so careful of monkey balancing. I shouldn't be looking like I'm siding for Priyanka Vadra. What the UP government is
3: doing is disgusting. <laughs> I think extremely sad state of affairs. Mm. I think this was one very small act of cooperation between the opposition and the ruling party. It was very easily possible. And in fact, you know, when Priyanka made this pitch and requested the chief minister, the chief minister immediately agreed to have those 1000 vehicles. And that was played throughout the day by the uh, TV media that Yogi uh, Adityanath agreed uh, 1,000 So it was played. And and then suddenly what we see that... I mean, I, I I feel that it was a political step. They they felt that the Congress is getting an upper hand. It is getting publicized that the Congress is bringing, you know, UP migrants from Rajasthan to UP. I think that something played up into their minds. To which Priyanka also
4: said, "You can put BJP posters on the buses, right?" Uh-huh. She yeah. said, "You and, can put and, like." And
3: then, then all of a sudden, they 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 just uh, you know uh, reverse their uh, stance on this. Then they started finding uh, you know holes into the entire story. That uh, thousand buses hai, There are 880 bus buses, and the rest are uh, three wheelers and the ambulances. And then they said. They had a plan to come via Ghaziabad Why they are going via Agra? So right.
1: all kind of so they basically came back and empty and nothing's happened. Then,
3: the, then we don't know whether these buses have got all the certificates. I mean, I live in Noida, and on this uh, express highway, I have seen these buses flying illegally with the presence of the police. So when I told this to my friend, who is the director uh, rank of uh, you know IPS officer that guy personally intervened and he stopped all those buses otherwise every day when i was going from mm. office you know to mm. back home say around 9:30 10 so you have around 50 buses 50 to 100 buses throughout the night they go carrying who running. who I um, wants to pay before COVID Before uh, okay. you know, In general I mean uh, normal times Okay okay So they are you know, What I am trying to say That UP is talk, is talking In terms of Whether these buses Noc are <laughs> Sir <main laughs> batao, I will tell I mean we mentioned this I on mean, highway This is
1: bullshit This is a absolutely uh, Highway on my podcast We have hmm. often mentioned this That one thing we learned When we travelled to UP was Traffic rules are optional you follow or not. Driving on the left side is optional. You drive. Karna hai karo, aapko wo, you know what they call in uh, Punjab, they call those marutas. Basically, it is a rickshaw with an engine in it. I mean, you have such elaborate marutas in Kanpur Haan. and uh, Ilhabad and all that. I mean, it is so petty, and the only place which is as I think the only man who will beat Yogi on pettiness is Trump, and as is being <laughs> evident now. But I think this was a case of monkey balancing by the media. It is expected in such polarized times. Uh, you know, the, the most extreme versions of our politicians will demonstrate such sickness. But I didn't expect the media, even the Rahul Shiv Shankar variety of media, I didn't think they'd go that far.
4: I think what is, uh, to me, what's really been depressing is watching news. Whichever channels are faithfully covering this. I mean, I think Aaj Tak has done a good job. NDTV has done a good job. These are the two channels. Aaj Tak, India Today, NDTV, CNN, off and on. And when you hear the migrants, and uh, I was listening to this one migrant in outside Bandra station. Uh, he's he's a young guy. and He actually says, I'm a bachelor, I'm a kid, and I'm crying. And he's crying he was trying to say basically that I'm a man you know I'm a, I'm a bachelor hmm. man and I'm you know single whatever and I'm imagine that I'm crying and and it's really heartbreaking the you know Hindi there's a word hmm. lachar it's literally that you can literally see people how they've been really made lachar you know like you have just left them to nothing yeah. and that to have not hit anyone and the, if you have you know someone like a yogi then say that oh we're pay, pay petty politics over bus it's really shocking no, I mean, you really have uh, to be so away from reality to do something no like I it. don't tragedy
2: is this is being done unnecessarily it's not yeah. like I mean Hogia, he could have, you know, he could have also if
4: you want to play politics he could have used it to his advantage he could have said that look I've you know I've taken this from them and I'm no, happy to no I think the pettiness
1: is of level but you know uh, this one case that I read today of this guy having walked 300 kilometers without food and just collapsing and dying near as I, I can't even understand how this is happening in our country uh, and it's going on. Anyway, Anand, uh, you, you want to come in on this, uh, on, on this whole how the labor is being treated, and you can tell us what happened in
0: Bihar. No, on this, uh, means, uh, on the bus issue, I don't uh, know much, but I knew uh, that there were some problems with uh, bus. Uh, it was an allegation. So, just being a bit flippant, I wonder how, because uh, if political parties are sending buses, many uh, many in political parties, Indian political party has this uh, a peculiar nature of party competition where four or five of them are transporter mafia. I mean, transport mafia. So they should, uh, any political party has good supply of buses. So I am reluctant to buy the allegation that uh, the buses were uh, faulty. Hmm. So this LA, if you means in Bihar, UP, all states have a good number of people in every political party who can provide you five thousand buses any day. You
1: know a very comprehensive analysis of the post-COVID economics of India. I highly recommend you contribute to Vivek Call series that he's doing for us. Uh, we've already collected, I think, $1, thirty-five thousand or the 1,80,000 that is required for the SENA project. He is one of the most clear, I'd say, uh, non-partisan, intelligent writers on the economy. So do contribute to this so we can get Vivek to do a lot more ambitious projects for us because the kind of time, energy, resource it takes to do the kind of, like the one he did on printing money on monetary policy, it takes a lot of reading. It takes two, three days just to figure out all the data before you start writing the piece and that takes... An- so it could often take up to a week to do a piece like that, not counting the expertise that we all charge for. Uh, so do go to newslaundry.com, click on the our project and contribute to this. And if this is too expensive for you, do just subscribe and pay to keep news free. So what do you make of the latest economic package? Because you clarity... I 20 lakh like crore. Maybe
3: huh? <laughs> stories. Pretty good. It's very good, yeah. Very
1: good. Mm.
2: So, what is the latest package? What is the latest package? The broad idea is that basically privatize everything. Hmm. And that's, I mean, if you remember <laughs> last time I spoke about it. So, this is the, the ideological framework of the See, Sang Parivar, the RSS. I tell CD you, broadly. they say
3: that in two months hmm. they have given through Russian. They have given free Russian or something. Hmm. I, I mean, I have been talking to people, so I haven't come across any. I know some people in Kerala. Where, whether you are poor or you are whatever class, you want food, you just go, they give you a packet. And that packet very, I mean, somebody had just, uh, you know, calculated the entire thing. That packet had rice uh, because they are uh, rice uh, eaters. So Mm. for two months, they had uh, coconut oil. Right. everything basic there was Russians, a packet basic ration packet hmm. which was coming to 1000 rupees they are home delivering hmm. that to everybody hmm. so what they did everybody. is they
2: started with the like the poor and the in kerala in this kerala, in kerala. Right. first they started with the poor people who hmm. might need it immediately and now they are giving it to everybody that's the way to this do is, it you this universalize this is
3: something it. you can quantify hmm. but here whatever she said is so difficult to quantify i mean you hmm. you, you you simply said 2500 crore ka Russian ration in two months so,
2: how would hey, you continue? But even from an, I mean, right now, I mean, economic imperative is there. Those are concerns, but right now, the biggest problem is people are dying of hunger, of exhaustion, right? And even then, uh, leave that all aside. Even from economic imperatives, if you really want to kickstart the economy, every single economist in the world is saying, put money in the hands of the people. Because they'll go out and they'll buy Actually, stuff. Actually, this and is, is
1: something that, you know, I want to discuss. And here, I think the activist lobby for the longest time, and for the longest time, I was like at least very closely involved with activism in some way or the other. I remember even during the UPA time, the direct cash transfer was something that the UPA was more keen on. And all of us would oppose it. Because... We saw it, or I guess at that time we only saw it as this device that you know the World Bank types push out. That by cash though, cash mat do. PDS system ko dismantle karen ka tarika hai. Ya cash de ke PDS system dismantle kar denge. cash Or nah the poor will be left. So basically there was the there was this tendency of wanting to protect the PDS system and not direct cash transfers, and then they can buy from anywhere. So this email is from Inderpreet. He says, small correction, Manisha mentioned that Reliance paying salary twice to its employees double the salary. The report is that employees earning below 30000 will be paid twice, meaning they will get the normal salary. But instead of being paid the whole amount once, they will be paid in two installments. So the cash flow is easy. For the lower salary gap employees.
4: 30,000 ka cap mein hindiya tha? That so, is for employees. So,
1: what he's saying, it's not doubled. They'll be paid twice. In the sense, the same amount will be given over weeks for cash flows. Oh. So, you.
4: Reliance PR misled me.
2: Mukesh bhai. <laughs> <damn it.
4: laughs> I fell for it.
2: And in Mukesh that said, bhai supporter said, You weren't the only one. The whole government has been misled.
1: <laughs> Inder in, in, in said, I was a 300 r- wala subscriber, and I'm a 1000 wala subscriber. Wow. <laughs> So, thank, thank you, Vinder. Thank you so much for your support. And I really value people who pay to keep free. Now, Vikas says in the last episode, Abhinand remarked that Y2K problem was the biggest non-event he has ever seen. Uh, Vikas is talking about the context where I was a little taken aback by PM Modi's speech of lockdown 4.0, where he said that India has saved the world many times, including from Y2K.
4: Yeah, we discuss... so, so, yeah, we discussed okay. that, it's, but yeah. he's
1: saying that I said it was a non-event. Vikas says the remark kind of indicated that the whole issue was more of a hype Than anything else, no rebuttal and quiet smiles from other panel members seem to support that view. So here's a hypothetical story. Sometime in the 80s, climatologists say that humans are causing irrevocable damage to the environment by human-based carbon emissions. Surprisingly, the governments and corporations agree and things are brought under control. 100 years into the future, in a Hafta panel, a remark gets made, climate change is the biggest hoax that renewable lobby created. There never was a rise in sea level, nor did we observe any extreme weather patterns. Do you see why the future panel is wrong? Just a couple of other mails. Rohan says, I wrote into the awful and awesome a few months ago, saying that I wasn't a subscriber because I was a broke student. Then, Abhinandan, you wished me luck that I would get a job soon. I got a job three months ago and I have been subscribing since. Congratulations. Thanks for the kind words, Abhinandan. Congrats, Rohan. Proud of you. Thank you for subscribing that as soon as you got a job, you subscribed and paid to keep news free. We are very proud of you. And those of you who are listening to this podcast for free.
4: Learn something from from
1: Rohan. Rohan. Yes, Be like
4: Rohan. Be like
1: Rohan. Thanks, Rohan. Appreciate it. Then he goes on to say, I have started to draw inspiration from you in the sense that I practice yoga every day.
4: Don't do that. Be smart. <laughs> Just listen to him. Uh,
1: okay. Get inspiration from Manisha and, yes. and get trashed every day and beat up people. <laughs> so he says, I will practice yoga every day and think I will stay single all my life. Good oh move. God, no. I would highly recommend it, Rohan. <laughs> nothing will make you happier in your 50s, 60s, 70s. No, 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 no. no, no. Okay, f- till 50s, I can say I don't know, maybe I regret it in my 70s, but I, nothing will make you happy. What happened with Z News and how bad is it?
4: So apparently it's quite bad now. 66 people is a big number. But what happened was, so 15th May, one person was tested positive and he put his And he tested it himself and he put it in the WhatsApp group saying that I've tested positive. After that they uh, tested the evening and the morning shifts because I think this guy was in the evening shift. So they thought between the evening to morning shift there could still be some connection. So I think they tested uh, these guys and now it turns out about 60. So when we, Atul first did the story and you guys can read it, it's available in both Hindi and English. About 28 journalists had tested positive. Now today there are some journalists who've tweeted out saying 66 of their employees have tested positive. Atul's story says that um, the management had made coming to office compulsory during the lockdown this was when most channel uh, most organizations had had instituted work from home so as to have like least amount of people come to office only those who had to come to office would come to office Uh, they weren't following sanitization protocols and um, there was also a bit of a meeting where Sudhir Chaudhary kind of told his employees that they shouldn't pretend to have fever Or that he doesn't want to hear complaints that people have fever because the fever may go, but things may remain sour even after this. So it was kind of a subtle kind of, you know, thing told the employees that don't pretend to be, you know, that will be held against you if you miss work, if you're feeling unwell. And now it's um, become a hotspot. Yeah, and it also seems that like they a, didn't maintain uh, the...
1: Even while, you know, running office, they didn't maintain certain protocols of, yeah. of you know, how many people should be in a vehicle, pickups, drops and stuff like that. So yeah, it's, it's become kind of serious and uh, it's very
3: sad they still maintain that uh, these rules did not apply on us because we are essential service
1: yeah someone from there tweeted (laughs) although yeah someone should tell her but that's true for a lot of these uh, you know anchors who are sitting on Z they don't even know basic rules yeah Uh, so so this is actually you know kind of snowballing into a big case and there is an unfortunate outcome of this that people I saw this guy who's done this satire piece which the context is sad Because you know These are colleagues Journalists Where he has called them the Basically he's used The same words And narrative What they use For the tablighis Tablighi, yeah. Except he's called them The something ziz, the Zihad. Zihad. Zihad He said Zihad So basically he's Done exactly What they were doing but he has just changed the language to make Z that Jamaat. Uh. So, yeah, it's. Uh,
4: I know, and someone also tweeted an image of, I don't know, someone attacking a health worker, and they're like, look, this is. It was found that a Z News uh, employee is attacking medical, whatever. Let's spread this news like this. You know, like they put a bunch so, of yeah, fake. It's news. kind of
1: become. It's kind of ugly sad. In that because... sense. And on that, I think it's the people who have been infected, who are, you know, news professionals, I mean, they're all maybe reporters, some technicians, it's see they may not get the kind of sympathy that they should get, all because of how Sudhir Chaudhary and yeah. other people like him...
4: The prominent anchors... ...have yeah.
1: kind of... It's pollution. unfortunate. It's, 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 I think that is a sad outcome of this entire...
4: I hope they do, but I mean, I I do think most people will make the distinction between Sudhir and his anchors and regular Z employees who are working there, some of whom, you know, it's, it's really hard for them, living alone or living with family. There was but, this I mean, one person his... who
2: said he was living alone with his aged mother yeah. and... He was f- sort of forced to come to office, and uh, now he doesn't right. want it to do. So, but yeah. I
4: mean, what a fraud! I mean, two yeah, months I, straight th- of. Uh Prime time news he did on Karuna ki ladai or Karuna ki ladai mein kon harara hai kiski hai this and that and then you yourself in your own I mean, office every
3: cha- you i, mean, I, mean, I know protocol I know some other channels how they are working yeah, they, have they are maintaining very strict protocols very strict protocols reporters will not come yeah. uh, to the office at all and even even the floor management I think they have you know uh, one third of the people are, yes, so are no rotating.
1: one there's no exposure yes. from one shift to the other because and,
3: it's not just the the right thing to do, it's also a
2: smart thing to exactly. do. Because, because to if your to... employees get sick, who's going yeah, to, who's to run the operation? It's not a moral transition? thing,
4: you know, it's actually a practical yeah. thing. Like, yeah, If you want to be sustainable, if you want productivity, yeah. it's... Fact, it'll be nice are... if they're not
1: sick. They, they really have to like... be healthy to like... work. So, now I want to talk about what happened in Rwanda. Just to give you guys some context, there's a guy called Felician Kabuga. He was accused of funding the militia that massacred 800,000 people, uh, Hutus and moderate Tutsis. And after 26 years, he was found in Paris. He had a 5 million bounty on his head. So he was someone who brought in all those machetes and all the things used to kill. And he also owned one of the radio. media, you know, radio stations that used to frequently put out messaging and information and news that made people go out and kill. Now, I do think, let's say, we get to a stage where, you know, Goli Maro Saloko and Ye jihadiyon se. Chutkara-type narrative reaches the common man, would someone like Subhash Chandra or Sudhir Chaudhary be tried for that? I think yes. I mean, some of the stuff that I've seen that they've said on air... Like his entire interpretation of jihad... Until there was an F.I.R. filed against him... Then he became Maulana Sudhir... And he started got telling that, us...
2: got, got, got that, that also wrong... Good,
1: good he got that also wrong... He was telling us how peaceful and wonderful Islam is... Islam and is, huh? We should all be jihadis... And it is jihad it is A pure thing... <laughs> After I was like bloody hell... Two months ago you were telling me something... The kind of things that these guys have said... If it were to precipitate in a society... or things what happened in Rwanda... I do believe people like Subhash Chander... Vinny Jain... Uh, Rahul Shiv Shankar and Sudhir should be tried My
2: international quotes
1: Why you in are India. excluding Arnab Oh, Arnav, of course. <laughs> uh, no, I don't think he'll. Then he'll be so excited he'll get out on the road. He may grow <laughs> a pair. But um, yeah, I, I I think that's an important aspect. Of anyway, does anyone else have to say anything about this before we wind up and give our
2: recommendations? Anand, Mehraj, Raman, Manisha. No, it's just I mean, yeah. sad. It takes a genocide for people to actually take notice so there's Hmm. a lot of has been written about how when this thing was building up they actually went to Bill Clinton he was the president then and they went to the UNO everybody and they didn't do it and UN had a peacekeeping force they had to send it they didn't do anything they had a peacekeeping force there and they were told not to do anything also and
1: Belgium retreated right in fact the BBC you know when this guy was arrested they have an interview with one of the she must have been a girl then she's a woman now and she said that she says my child who was like 5 years old is 31 now She says, you realize how long it's been. She says, well, it's late, but at least it's happened. She said when the Belgian forces withdrew, they just, they could, the mob was right out there. So they took us all in this thing and they just started hacking us to death. And I pretended to be dead. So the the Belgian forces actually saw these guys come in Mm. as they withdrew. And in fact, there's a fantastic documentary. I keep forgetting the name. It's been made, this guy. He's now, I mean, at least when I saw it at the Habitat many years ago, he was from Rwanda. He was married to a French lady. It was, I mean, of course, the visuals, because they haven't edited anything. They haven't mosaiced it. I mean, you can see people being hacked to death with clubs and stuff. The UN did not use the word genocide because in the resolution of the UN, you know, why it was made was to prevent another... That was the purpose, you know, set up. That never again. And if they use the word genocide, they would have to, by their very own parameters of why they exist, would have to intervene. So on Bill Clinton's office insistence, They did not use what was happening in Rwanda. They did not use the word genocide. Because had they used that word, they would have had to intervene.
4: You know, this is also one reason why I feel this whole, uh, in India, the Muslim leadership or people, I mean, not just leadership, but also like thinkers and you know, writers, journalists, reliance on Arab nations and how they will come to our rescue or they will save us or that we will sh- somehow shame India for what it's doing by going to Dubai or Qatar is very silly. I think if things really escalate in India, I don't think anyone will intervene.
1: And on that note, thank you for supporting News Laundry. If you do, uh, if you do it with money, thank you very much. If you do it with good wishes, thank you. And if you are a student and who can't afford it, it's fine when you get a job. Do subscribe to News Laundry pay to keep news free. Until then, those of you who keep criticizing about the news... Before you go to sleep tonight, ask yourself, so what are you doing about it? Good night, good luck, have a good week. All of you listening in, the chota Hafta, do subscribe so you can listen to the entire Hafta. We will see you again next week with the Hafta. Till then, subscribe, pay to keep news free because when the public pays, the public is served and advertisers pay. Advertisers are served. Thank you. Goodbye.
0: All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform.
1: Please subscribe to News Laundry.